Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello everyone, my name is Rebecca Kelly and you're listening to the Everywhere We Go podcast. On this week's episode, I sit down with Stacey O'Shockensee. Stacey is a ball of nerves, a very private person, so it took a lot for her to sit with me. We talk about growing up in Kulak, the suicide of her brother, hiding her teen pregnancy and the death of her beloved nanny. Stacey laughs with her nerves as she tells me about finding out that her nanny had cancer and the years after gripped her anxiety that cancer was going to get her too. So when pregnant with her third child, she discovers some abnormalities in her breast. She fears for the worst and then to have her worst nightmares confirmed with a diagnosis of inflammatory breast cancer. A rush inducement to start treatment, she puts her full trust in her doctors and is simply too busy to have cancer. You can't feel sorry for Stacey. She simply won't let you. She is an inspiration, a warrior, and determined to win the battle to live, to live for her children and Stephen. Everywhere we go, people want to know who we are and where we come from. So who are you and where do you come from? I'm Stacey O'Shockensy and I'm originally from Wofu Court. Hi Stacey. Hi. A little bit nervous? Yeah. We'll be grand. Don't be worrying. Tell me about growing up. So I grew up in Mofu Courts, but I was originally from Darnell. And then I moved to England with my mum, my dad, my brothers. Then we moved back. Actually, sorry, we didn't move back. Me and my brothers moved back to my mum and my dad said in England. And we moved to Mofu Courts then. How many brothers have you got? Three. And then you said that about your dad staying in the UK. So you're still in touch with your dad's family here? Yeah, very close to all them. They live in Greencastle. So I used to go from them to my ma's house. And with his, his mum, was it? His ma. Many sisters, my dad got five sisters, my granddad. Yeah, so I was always, always there, over there as well. And what kind of childhood was it? In the court, so it would have been just my ma and us, so it was a bit, we were all mad, like, in fairness. <laughs> it's mad because the courts, I'm from the courts. Yeah. And I never, ever knew you were from the courts and I, I don't remember you from the courts. So there is eight years between us, but so you are from the top end, and I, and, and the courts not even big like no, the courts. It's three like, courts up. Yeah, like do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I um I I I'm not. I, I didn't know you either. Yeah, I knew Emma. Yeah, I knew her. <laughs> so you're a troublemaker. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was actually very good. Just had to stand up for myself in the courts. Well, the court is a place that you have to stand up for yourself, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. When we were living in Mofu courts, we would are actually committed suicide so my mum decided I shouldn't want to live there anymore How old was he? 16 
But he moved to England, so he was at the, he'd done it in England. So and when my ma didn't like living in courts anymore because his friends used to hang around outside the front of the house. So it was too much for now looking at them and all. So then we got out of there because she couldn't. Uh, and what age did he go over to England? About 15. Now we don't know why he'd done it. He went over, just like a teenager, troubled, you know. Went to see me dad. Sorry, he went to see me dad, yeah. yeah. And then he'd done it over there. But like, what kind of young flow was he? Mad. Was Funny. He? No, he's very good. Mm. Soft. But what I remember, I was only like 12. Yeah. But he would have been like, because my dad lived in England, he would have been, like, he'd have grounded us. Yeah. Minded us. Do you know what I mean? Done everything. So. What was his name? Shane. Everyone knows him from the courts. I still not remember him. Because he was mad. He had loads of friends. He wouldn't remember everyone around it. Like, everyone knows him, but, like, me, they wouldn't really know. Like, yeah. some of them wouldn't know me, but not everyone. And what was that like for you as a 12-year-old? Horrible. Do you remember it? Yeah, I know. I remember getting told and everything, yeah. Do you? But was, I was told it was a car crash. And then I found out about six months later, someone told me that he'd done it on the street. God. Mm. It was horrible. Well, obviously, you know, people no, just... I still remember the day and all. I was sitting in my nanny's house. <laughs> my dad actually rang the phone. I was like... um I answered the phone to my dad. Mm. So when you hear your dad, I was like, oh, my dad, like, whatever. And he's like, what's your nanny on the phone? But I knew it was straight away, there's something wrong. Then my aunties were all in the house within five minutes. They were actually being nice to me. Gillian, she was giving me, she was mm. like being extra nice. And I was like, why is she being so nice to me? Because they had to be in town on the phone, yeah. They all ran out. And who told you? Who told you? My nanny and my auntie Tanya. Tom was a car crash, so I just, I actually, when they said it to me, they were like, Shane was in Naxon, I was like, the F and E, yeah. What happened to him? And then they were like, he's dead. And I was like, what the fuck? You know? When you're 12, you're like, I didn't know. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. I didn't know I did, but it was horrible. And then did he come home for the funeral? It's like, did they bring him home or? He died the 2nd of December. I think it was, I don't know what date, but just before Christmas, he brought him home, yeah. yeah. And then you were told, but you have to understand, yeah. And you, I'm sure as a mother now, you do understand that oh, they yeah. were only trying to protect you yeah. by telling you. Yeah. That, it was a car crash. One of the kids told me, someone younger than me, I was like, the neck. So then, how do you deal with that? Do you go back into your nanny and say, or do you go back into your ma? No, I went into my ma. Yeah, I said it to my ma. But she wasn't in the right place, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, she was gone when that happened to him. For a good few years. Not gone, you know, like, mm. mentally. Yeah, just not there? No. Because then I think I went to kind of stay in my nanny's a lot more then. Yeah. Just, I don't know. And were you angry? That they lied to you, or were you just like... No, I think I would have rather just hear it off then. Mm. Wouldn't be nice hearing it on the street, no, when you're a kid, like... Yeah. We're out playing, I think I was fighting with someone. He's like, yeah, whatever, yeah, but I done whatever we done. And I was like, well, no, we didn't. They were all laughing, like... And the person that said it to me, I talked to him now. Do you? Yeah. Because obviously he was just... Only a child. Yeah, yeah. And I'm very forgiven. I don't really hold him. Hold grudges. No, never. Went to school. I would have had a good childhood, like, with me nanny. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? My brothers were mad, so I went for my mass to my nannies, and eventually my mum moved to Greenwood. We're down there. I think I kind of moved into my nannies then, because I hung around in Coolock. Yeah. So you were in Coolock then a lot? Yeah, that's where I hung around. Now, I only had one friend. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, Nicola. She was my best friend. We were too sad I was going around. The two of us just hung around. And we yeah. kind of drifted. But we always made a deal. If I ever had a baby, she'd be the godmother. And I'd be the godmother. And even though we weren't friends. Like, yeah. not that we weren't friends, we were. Yeah. I got pregnant at 16. And I knocked up to her. And I was telling her, like, I'm pregnant. Do you want to be the godmother? That's how childish I was. And she was 14. She was like, yeah, all right, grand, no bother. Don't think me ma even knew I was pregnant. And I was asked not to be the godmother, yeah. 
Mm. <laughs> so what was that like? Oh, terrifying. Was it? Oh, God. I still feel sick thinking about Really? Yeah. I was terrified. Terrified me, nanny. So is that who you had to break it to? I didn't tell anyone twice. I didn't tell anyone. Did you not? No. The letter got sent to me, Ma's address. What mm. letter? Okay. From the Redonda. Right. <laughs> Take a breath. <laughs> Take a step back. Oh, yeah. Tell Take me back. what happened. So you... So I was 15. Mm-hmm. Hang around cool, lock with me with our friends. Met a fella. He was actually just my friend. Had no interest. Me, like, just mates. Mm-hmm. Got together. He was younger than me. I think he's like nine months younger than me. Got together. Kids. We were together a year. Then I got pregnant. Hadn't a clue. Gobshite, like. Then, so what was that? And then how do you go, okay, I'm going to go in. What do I do? I do I go do. to my doctor? Do I go to the... I don't think I went anywhere for about four months. Really? Nowhere. I didn't go anywhere. I think I just hoped that I'd go away. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was about, what was I? about five months and I remember saying, right, you know, I'm going to have to do something. Hey. And I went to the doctor. Can't even remember, to be honest. I probably went to the doctor. And then I went into the rotunda. No, sorry, I'm lying. The doctor sent a letter to the rotunda. Mm-hmm. Then they sent a letter for the scan. Then my ma got the letter. Obviously, was like, what the hell is this? I went, she actually hid it from me for a few days because she didn't want to believe it. Mm. And she said she kept looking at me because I had the big green uniform. So I was able to hide it. And she was looking at me and she was asking me, like, have you any pads, anything? Like, and I'd be like, yeah, in the press, hand them to her. Like, what was I doing? Like, and then she said, uh, she just wanted, oh no, my cousin actually came to the house. My ma rang her and my cousin was whispering to me. She knows, she knows. And I was like, what do you mean? What? She knows what? She knows you're pregnant. I said, no, no. She keeps, yeah. And then I was like, right, ma'am, I am. And she's like, how long are you gone? But my mom said, stays the minute I said it, the bump just popped out. Really? Yeah, six months. But um, now I hit it. Like, now I went in, like, before scan, I think I was six and a half months. <gasps> mm. Yeah. What your nanny say? Disgusted. Was she? Yeah. Not disgusted, just... Disappointed? Yeah, because I didn't tell her then. I think I, I actually hid from her for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Terrified her. Not terrible, you know. I always know. respect she, for her. Like, she generally you know respect, yeah. Yeah, and I went over and um, just like, you easy. Do you know what I mean? Like, because they would have warned me. Yeah. They would have been but very your protective. Aunties, all your aunties as well. Very like, protective, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was a little wa- wagon. Um, but at the time, my auntie, who was really good to me mm. growing up, my auntie Tanya, she was pregnant as well. And... I actually forgot to say that. Yeah, so she was pregnant and she stopped, she pulled me to the house and told me, broke to me that she was pregnant but she was more like thinking that I was going to be bothered, like not bothered, upset because yeah, yeah. me and her were so close. Yeah. Child be jealous or whatever. Yeah. So she's telling me and I'm sitting there five months pregnant and she was like three months pregnant. Do you get me? And yeah. she was like, Stacey, I'm having something to tell you I'm pregnant and you can be the godmother and I'm sitting there like a brazen little shit. Just like, oh, all right, yeah. Didn't tell her. She took a very bad now as well because she basically reared me. Yeah. So the two of us were pregnant together. As you can tell, we didn't, like, none of us really talked for a while. Not that we didn't talk. We're just disgusted, you know what I mean? It's just, and, it's the disappointment yeah. in that they, they, they want better for you yeah. and they feel that you're not going to get... And I didn't realise that until yeah. I got older. Yeah, Now I'm looking back, I'm like, oh my God. Mm. But I turned out, all right. So I was in work. I always walked. Stead in school. Don't be leaving cert. Went to work. Some courses. So tell me. Never kind of. Well, Brandon still is it? Yeah. So we went into labour on Brandon. What was that like at 16? Yeah, my water's broke. Went in. Was terrified, yeah. Went. 
Actually, I wanted my ma with me. Did you? Yeah, I wouldn't let us there. I mean, I was like, you're not coming in. Yeah. He was only 15. Jesus. Oh, sorry, I'm lying. 16. 16. So I was like, no, he's not coming in. So I want my ma in. Um, had him. I actually cried, I think, for a whole day after I had him. Yeah. But then from then on, I just took on the mammy role. I was a proper little ma. I put his name down, had him in the crash. I was going to school. I was going to work on the weekends. That was my them. Like, I just kind of grew up you know, yeah. straight away. But my ma always says, and my dad, thank God you did have him. He tamed you. Do you think he would have went off the rails if you didn't have him? I don't know. Probably not. You think you'd um, always end up being... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I can't answer that. I haven't a clue. Depends, because I didn't get to grow. So when I had him, like I had him. No yeah. one else had him. Yeah. Like, my ma was like, that's your baby. So, like, I'd be in the black area, we always laugh about it, and be, like, 11 o'clock, and my mum would be like, you'll be home by 12. I'd be like, Cinderella, like, I have to go, and I'd be sitting in. If I wasn't home by, like, half 12, 1 o'clock, she'd be on the phone. Go home now. Like, I never went to a house party around in my life. Wouldn't have been allowed. She'd have got in the taxi and came up and killed me. Mm. No, so I was never, like, I probably went out probably every second Saturday. Mm. Had to be home at 1 o'clock. Then we broke up then, when Bran was one and a half. Just wasn't going anywhere, wasn't it? No, we were only kids. So we broke up. And then I got with Stephen, but he had a one-year-old. Right. And I had one and a half year old, and we got together. Yeah. It was just after his 24th, then we popped got together. And then he moved in with me then, a few months after that. And then Eva came. He had a daughter, Eva. So I was introduced to her. He was introduced to Brandon. But, like, we were together in 82 years before we introduced the kids. And was that hard adjusting to Stephen coming along and then Eva coming along? No, I just took on. Did just, you? Yeah. Now, she would have came over. Probably on the weekends. And then as she got older, like, I'd be ringing them for her. And then take me back then to your nanny, when your nanny got sick. When, what, how old were you when she got sick? I can't remember how old I was, but I think I was about the first time she got sick. I could have been about 12. And it's gas. The story behind it is I knew there was something wrong with her mm. because I was sitting on the path and she says, I'm going to get my hair done. And I was like, all right, nanny, grand. She came back with a wig on. And I'm just looking at her, like, she's awake on. <laughs> like, mm. that's a wig <laughs> to myself. Like, yeah. no, actually, not to myself. My friend was in the garden. I was like, look, oh, she's a wig on her. Yeah. I think she thinks I'm stupid. Like, yeah. that was grand, said nothing. Then we were going away then to Trabalgan, and I had to share a room with my nanny mm. and my cousin. But I never forget it. I laugh, my nerves. I'm mm. terrible. And she um, she called us into the room. She's like, I need to tell you something. And we're sitting there. Now, I already knew, like, she's like, this is the wig. And I was like, you can't do all that yet. So I'm just, yeah. And she's like, she took it off. But I burst out laughing. Like, crying laughing. Uncontrollable. And she's smacking me, like, giving me clatters and all this. Day. You get a lot of... I was laughing at me now. Yeah, not laughing yeah, because yeah, of yeah, yeah. that. So that's how I kind of find out, found out. So then, I think she got the all clear. So she wouldn't be in one to talk about it. Right. She'd have never... And did you know what it was? I knew she had breast cancer, yeah. Mm. But she'd never... She wouldn't dwell on it. She was always down, doing her shopping. She'd be over and you weren't allowed to do nothing for her. Do you know what I mean? She's very independent. Like, So then, I think then when Brandon, or when I had Brandon, it came back. Right. So, what was I then? About 17 then when I had him, it came back. That's when she got really sick. But I, when I actually had him, sorry, I was living with me nice when I was pregnant then I had to move back to my ma's house. Then, obviously, my nanny was real sick, but we didn't know, she didn't tell anyone. Right. I don't even know she told her. Do that kids, I never asked. Did they know? And then I remember going up to her to see her one day. I remember going up to see her one day and she was um, she was saying to me, like, I'm proud of you. 
Take your time. You don't have to do it if you don't want to. Take your time. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> I'm just laughing. Take your time. Yeah, so she's like, I am, I'm proud, yeah, and because I still in skill. Mm. Did I do my leaving cert by then? Yes, I do my leaving cert. I was walking to Tesco. Oh, oh well, you have Brandon. Oh, well, I had Brandon, yeah. So I was doing everything. And she was kind of like, so she was delighted and she was like, oh, I'm happy. But she was in bed and I was saying to her, like, when are you going to get out of here, nanny? And she's like, oh... I don't know, but the next day she, she died. She, yeah. But I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think she obviously knew then? That she she was knew dead. I was all right, yeah. Mm. She knew that, that you were that, all right. Uh, yeah, but she knew you were going to be all right. Come here. No, because before that, she was terrified. Everyone was always saying to me, she always wanted, like, hoped that I'd be... Um, no, because when I got pregnant, like, she was... Do you know what I mean? Thinking the worst. And then she was sick while I was pregnant. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So obviously she was terrified. And but that she, day I'll never forget when she was there and I, she was like, oh, I'm so proud. And I was like, why is she saying? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, and she's like, the fe- like, Brand's dad's lovely and like, she liked him because he is a nice fella. Like, he's a good mm. fella. Like, you know what I mean? He'd be soft, like. And yeah, so actually I didn't know. They rang me the next day and they're like, yeah, Nanny's in hospital. She's dying. And I was like, what do you mean she's dying? She's like, she only has a while to live. And I said, what do you mean? I never forget that day. I was sitting in my friend's house and I jumped up. I don't know. I think I actually left the baby in the crash and all. I don't even know what happened, to be honest. I just ran up to the hospital. I don't even remember who got the baby from your man. She was in Bowman, was she? No, um, matter. Got the bus up, ran up that road. I never forget. Sprinting up, sweating. But when I got in, my uncle says to me, like, she's gone. And I was like, oh my God. But as I opened the door, she started breathing again. Okay. And then I went over and held her hand. She died while I was holding her hand, yeah. Mm. But we were real close. That, and that was your dad's mad, wasn't yeah. it? That's mad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Because it could have, you know, when a family separate, you know, it, the fact that you kind of stayed so close then to your nanny is like. Yeah, very close to them. She'd be very, she was good to all of us. Like, yeah, so she was 61, I think, when she first got. Which was so good then. Ah, uh, my life was over when she died. It's like. Because mm. she, like, I would have told her everything. Like, I wrecked her head <laughs> with everything. She was who would go to the talk and get advice from me. What was it like then when when you got sick then? I think I was terrified of cancer. Mm. Oh, my God. No, like, Stephen used to, like, be saying to me, you give over, we'd go past. Remember when you first built in Beaumont? Yeah. What's that called? Luke's, I was in it. Yeah. I can't even remember the name. So every time we go past there, I used to always say, oh, God, Stephen, my nerves forever going in there. Like, oh, God, imagine having to go in there. And he'd be like, oh, shut up, you. And then... And that was from your nanny being sick, do you think? Oh, yeah, time, I was terrified. And it's mad because the fact that she, lived with her, like, you lived with her and she had it, but she didn't tell you how she, sick she was no, as well. No, but I was terrified of my worst way. Was it? Oh, yeah. I always thought, anyone that knows me would probably say, that's what she used to talk about. Like, not that I talk about, I'd always say, oh, God, imagine I got that. I hope I don't get that. But I actually didn't think I'd really get it. Mm. Do you get me? I was just like hoping. You would. Like, yeah, like I wasn't. I was just kind of like hope I don't. But Stephen used to always be giving out to me, saying like, cop on to yourself, whatever. You're not going to get it. And I'd be like, oh God. But it was when I got a bit older and I started noticing a good few people dying from breast cancer. Like people that I didn't know from the area and do you know, like hearing young mothers dying. And I'd be like, oh God, palpitations. Like, <laughs> And um, there was a, a girl, I know there was a, one of Brandon's friends, mm. my dad, I think she was only like 
36 and then another one of his friends mouse died I think she was like 39 and like I'd be going like oh god imagine if, I, if that happened to me and I take it on very bad like when I heard someone died from that young like, I probably wouldn't sleep for about three days like really? thinking about it yeah terrified of it so then so in between all that I had a baby another baby <laughs> um, Stephen um, he's five so I was with Stephen eight years before I had nine years probably before I had him Bran was ten when he was born no sorry nine nine when he was born yeah. and so I had him I was walking and all yeah well I had him went back to walk just normal like just just whatever and then when he was two and a half when he was two and a half yeah wait let me think yeah he was about two and a half and then Stephen's daughter Eva decided to come and live with us right so then I had from one child to three kids so uh, that was a bit mad so she came to live with us and then while she was in the middle of moving in with us I found out I was pregnant again but I didn't like I didn't know until I was about 12 weeks hadn't a clue grand Stephen had a breakdown um, <laughs> didn't, didn't take a well that one <laughs> neither did I but I was like ah, it is what it is yeah. here we go I was traumatised but sure look I was like what's another child we already have three mm. and got pregnant on him that pregnancy was so, diff- so different like first of all I didn't know right for like probably to everyone else probably doesn't seem like long but I found out it was 12 weeks mm-hmm. to me that's kind of long yeah I thought then I actually thought I was at the miscarrying him and I thought we were going into the hospital for nothing to be there but there was a baby just bouncing around mm-hmm. and that was grand Um, what happened then yeah, so I was pregnant, and I noticed I didn't feel well the whole pregnancy. Just didn't feel right. My left chest, feel, whatever you want to call it, was um, all like swollen, and I was like, oh God, I don't know what's wrong, but I left it. Mm. I'm, I don't go to doctors, I don't, like, I'm real like that. And left it. Then I went to Spain with the kids and Steve and came back and was real sore, and I was like, right, I have to go to the doctor. I thought it was just milk or something. Mm. And I was like, right, go to the doctor. Didn't even tell them I was going to the doctor, I don't think. And the doctor sent me straight to Bournemouth, but I didn't get an appointment for a week. And Don't how long were you gone? At that point, that was August. No, it wasn't. It was August when I went to the doctor, and I think I was waiting a week or two. Then it was September when I went to the hospital. And they said, oh, no one even knew I was going to the hospital. So, like, I didn't really, like, my friends or something, probably Snapchat them when I was in the little robe or something, mm-hmm. saying, hi, I'm in the hospital, whatever. Went to the hospital. Uh, the doctor checked me over sent me down for a scan straight away didn't think anything then they sent me for biopsies I hadn't a clue like I didn't know what a biopsy was like I was so naive like anyone else probably would have been screaming like and I was like yeah grand went got to treat him uh, went back up sent me in for another scan on the same day still had no clue what was going on and this is all around your breast on happened. one of them okay. on the left one yeah and I was pregnant at the time uh, I was at me now doing hair actually I was doing all the debs hair that day I actually wasn't going to go to for my appointment because I was running behind with the hair and I was saying to a woman in the house I'm not even going to go to that appointment like it's only a bit of milk I'll be grand and a woman says to me you're gone the girl who's here and I was like right grand so I went so then when I came home I was at me doing hair all day in the hospital all day getting biopsies hadn't a clue walked into the house carnage in the house <laughs> Stephen fight with the kids three kids that's fighting all the usual I come in I'm starting screaming at them you know, just giving out, went to bed. Then I was on the, that was the Wednesday. Then on a Friday, early morning, I was going to the crash 
had Steve on my hip, mm. uh, bring him into the question, my phone rings, it's the hospital, they're like, hey, Stacey, and um, are you able to talk? I was like, yeah, go on, do you know what? And they're like, um, oh, do you like, oh, are you free at 11, half 11 to come in? I'll never forget that phone call. I was like, yeah, go on, no bother. And they're like, uh, where are you now? And I was like, um, I'm at home. I wasn't at home. I was like, outside the crash with a baby on me hip no you're trying to hold the phone like yeah, yeah like because you want to know what they're saying mm. and she's like okay she says will you come in at half 11 and um we just want to have a little talk to you and blah blah and let you know what's going on I says yeah go on know about it and as i went to hang up she just goes and will you make sure you have somebody with you well hysterical i don't cry i mean i went put i knew i just knew sobbing my heart out made it like didn't make a show of myself I just made it to me I made a show of myself I walked into the crash now I walk into that crash every day and I'd be always happy and smiling and delighted dropping the child off and I know all the kids so I walked in they were all looking at me crying they were like what is wrong with you I, d- I don't know I just went blank I'm screaming crying I was like I have cancer I have cancer and they were like how do you know you have cancer I was like I know I do I do and they were like what do you mean and they were like what and I was like I do like and they were like calm down so I can't even remember who took the child they brought me into the office I'm ringing Steve and screaming down the phone and he was like what do you mean and I was like I have it I know I do she told me to bring someone he was like it could be anything you're pregnant like maybe it's something else and the girl was like here you're gonna have to come and get her she can't drive she's in an awful state so then I walked out and I was like and I cop on to yourself no after I was kind of calm yeah, I was yeah. like no you're, you're overreacting you're overreacting then Steve pulled up puts me in the car and he's like He's like, what did he say? And I told him. And he's like, no, would you give over? It's only milk. Went into his nanny's house, but I knew. Like, I just knew. And his nanny's talking, and I'm just looking at her. Just looking straight past her. I don't know what she said. Having a clue. Left. Then I actually rang my friend. And I was, like, telling her. And she was like, you give over, will you? And I was like, I'm telling you now. And I'm screaming, like, crying down the phone. She's like, cop on yourself. So we walk into hospital. Why this time walking to hospital, I was really calm. I was out there getting all out of my chest. So they're like, great. It is what it is. Went in. They were talking to me around normally, bring me into this little room. And I'm looking around, it's just like, cancer, cancer, cancer. I was like, ah, oh, here we go. But at this stage, I wasn't crying. I was just like, right, right, let's see what it is. So we're sitting there and your mum was like, we found a tumour. And Steve, i never forget me, he's like, is it cancerous? I was like, obviously. Like, in my head, like, of course it is. And your mum was like, um, yeah. And Steve was like, do you know what size it is? I wasn't talking, I was just sitting there and your mum was like, to be honest, it's a very rare type of breast cancer and it's not a tumor, it's not, it's not where you get like a little lump. Mm. I didn't have a lump. My whole breast swelled out. Why? Cancer cells all through it. So I had like skin cancer, lymph nodes, breasts, like everywhere. So he was like, we're not going to, um, he was like basically saying the treatments and everything. He's like, but we can't do anything until you have the baby. So what treatment was he saying? Chemo. Radiation, remove, mastectomy, all that kind of stuff. But they couldn't do anything because I was pregnant. So they were like, we actually can't tell you what we're doing until we know exactly what you have because they couldn't scan me. Yeah. Because I was pregnant. So I was like, right, grand. So I was sitting there and what did he say? Oh, he was like, right, we're going to, you're going to have to have the baby. How many weeks? Like, when you're due? And I was like, seven, six weeks or something, six or seven weeks. So I said, I'm due. And he's like, right, grand. He's like, how would you say, like, what weight are you not? Why are you babies? And I was like, seven something. And he was like, right, grand. He says, well, I'm going to ring up the rotunda and see, can they get you in to have the baby early? But I thought he meant like, in three weeks or something. Mm-hmm. He rang them that day to get me in for the Monday or something. Yeah. And I was like, what? And he's like, um, yeah, we're going to have to get you in because you need to be scanned. I was like, right, grand. 
this stage I was at to be in Sobbing, so I was really calm and then they rang me on the Monday like can't get you into the following Friday till the Friday and then hang on oh it was madness <laughs> yeah so you if Stephen's hysterical at this stage yeah. Stephen's uncontrolled but he was gone he was like he was sobbing he was like me at the crash so he was like because everything's flashing through his mind yeah he was like I'd never seen him upset in my life I've never seen him sad on that day and then I'm rubbing his back saying yeah right yeah okay it'd be grand like yeah. even though I hadn't a clue what was going on yeah. and um, yeah so he was sobbing I was like right what are we going to do so then so you go home that week do you go home and then do you tell people do you not tell people do you know what's gas I was meant to do my cousin's hair it was me Auntie Julian's baby's christening the Saturday right and I usually do all the hairs yeah I was more worried about not being able to do their hair like yeah. that's the type of person I am. I was like, oh god, I can't do that hair. How am I gonna tell him? Steve was like, are you for real? Like, what do you really can't do that hair. Like, and I was like, yeah, but like, right, okay, well, we're gonna have to knock with Jim. So I knocked into my ma. My ma's a warrior as it is. So I told her she's hysterical. I was like, I can't listen to this crying. I have to go. I think I was wet for five minutes, and she's screaming down like at me. Then I said, I'm dropping into my aunt's Jillian to tell her now that I can't do the hairs. So I went in. I was like, Jillian, blah blah blah, I can't do the hairs. And she was like, oh no way. And with that, I burst out crying. Stephen's out on the fan telling her she's crying I'm crying the other auntie was there she's crying we're all crying and I was like so he didn't even go into the house no he sat in the car he couldn't he was in trouble he was like a ghost it was weird it was just so weird like I should have went home and just had a cup of tea or something went down to my mum's house and then I went to my auntie's house because it was on the way and then I went home actually I was meant to be in New York that week was New York or Vegas I don't know can't remember we were booked to go somewhere that week but I, then I found out I was pregnant so we couldn't go yeah. but Stephen's man and dad were over there yeah so we did I don't think they told them but anyway I went home phone started hopping because as you know everyone yeah I don't think I, even, I, don't, I can't really remember that day to be honest with you can't remember the Saturday either and then on the Sunday because they were bringing me into the hospital early my cousins decided to show me a baby shower <laughs> Um, yeah, they were like, she has nothing in for the baby, so like, we're going to have a baby shower, but it was a surprise one, right? Right. I wasn't with it, like. Right. What was she thinking? <laughs> she just trying to be, I know. I don't know, my cousins, <laughs> I don't know. There was a few of them, two of them, I think, and they were like, but she's nothing in for the baby. Right. And blah, 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 and I was like, I didn't know, I was surprised, so I didn't know. So on the Sunday then, they were like, do you want to come down here? And I was kind of like, right, all right, so I went down, the whole family's there, I was like, oh my God, like... I put the big if you look at the photos you wouldn't even know I was at the fine out like I looked I'm look happy that just shows like how people act all happy and all the photos I looked really happy but I was traumatised then on the Monday they rang me they were like right in to have the baby on Friday can't remember I that week now to be honest with you can't be, like I can't it's just a blank no, no. Uh, I remember the baby shower because the photos <laughs> and were you sitting out there playing loads of people nobody knew my friends and all were there and they had no clue and you're playing normal? Yeah. And this when is I think back in the now, I felt, I felt sick. I wasn't there, like I was flown. Yeah. I was obviously just, I was there in, my, in the body. I was, my mind was somewhere, I don't yeah. know, I was gone. So then I went in, had him on the Friday. What was that like? Um, traumatic. Um, section, was it? No, I actually had him. They just induced me. Did they? Yeah, he was six, I think he was six, ten or something. Whereas if I had went them whole, he probably would have been £10. Mm. It was huge. Um, was that traumatic? Was it really traumatic? Yeah, or? I think I blocked out because I can't keep, I can't remember. You can't remember? No. I can't. Like, I remember going in, getting induced, 
What else happened? Um, he took ages to come. Stephen actually was asleep when he came out. <laughs> he was actually Stephen was asleep on the floor. Was he? <laughs> yeah, actually the girl they brought the the nurse midwife. She was at the internal at home because she obviously knew she Homa had it three times. And she was like grand, like she had it the first time, say twenty years ago. Does that help? Yeah. People telling you Yeah, stories. but she was still alive. I was like, is she alive? Right. Is she okay? Is she alive? Yeah, is she alive? And she's like, yeah, she got when I was a teenager. And look at me now. I'm in my toes. I was like, grand, right, grand. But I still didn't know if I had spread or not. Right. So I didn't know whether I was going to live or die. Like, do you know what I mean? So I was like, just get the baby out. I was horrible, like. Because then when the baby was born, like, I was just kind of like, right, but this is the baby, so am I going to be all right? Do you know what I mean? I was like, you couldn't, what would you say? Like, you couldn't be happy that you had a baby. Okay. Do you know like, ah, the baby. Mm. Like, I wasn't You even couldn't celebrate the baby. baby. no, no. So then on the Monday, so I had him on the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday then, I had to go into the hospital for a meeting. You had to go to, where did you go? So you were in the hospital, so you had to go to Bowman. Yeah, so I don't... Oh, were you just straight out of the hospital straight after out. having... The Sunday, I think, and they, I had... No, I'm lying. They left me for the Saturday, Sunday, Monday, mm. and then I had to go in on the Tuesday for my appointments. I don't know who had the baby. Can't remember. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> and did you name him? Rogan. And did you have that name in your head? And no, I had you... Logan. Right. But then there was too many Logans. Right. I called him Rogan. Oh, no, I don't know. Yeah, like, it was grand. Actually, while I was in the hospital having him, it's very funny, there was a girl facing me and she had to get in a section. A woman, like, and she was raw and crying about the section and this and that. She's sobbing her heart out. And I was going over to her and I was helping her and blah, blah. I was giving her a baby. And I was like, yeah, you'd be grand. Well, you happen. So then I'm sitting there and the doctor comes in. and was like, oh, we see you have to be released early. You have to go for blah, blah, blah. And they were saying about the breast cancer. Well, her face dropped. <laughs> She's looking at me across the bed. I was like, yeah, grand. Because I could see it in her. She was like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Mm. So the, the doctor went, she was like, oh, my God, I can't, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I was like, you're in pain. I'm not. I'm grand. I can help. And she's like, oh, my God. She's raw and crying. I was like, it's grand. And she's like, it's not grand. And I was like, it is. Like, way, will it? Like, yeah. I don't mean like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. But that was grand. So I went into the, doc- the hospital on the Tuesday, got the scans, all the body scans, and on there. I was terrified. Oh, my God. I actually... Don't even know how I went in there and got them scanned. Really? Yeah, and everyone was like, Terrified "Did you take a Xanax? Did you take a relax?" I was like, "No, I just went in and be senses." I was like, "I don't need that." Like, I was yeah. just terrified of what? In case I was terminal, because I didn't know. So you were terrified of the outcome, not the not the physical scans, or no, I was terrified of what it was like. What the results were going to be? So I knew I had breast cancer, mm. but they had said to me, "We don't." The one that I read is called inflammatory right. breast cancer. Okay. And it's very rare. And they were like, don't Google it. But Stephen was going around like a corpse because he Googled it. But he didn't tell me. Right. The outcome is you're going to die. Okay. It's always stage four. Right. But the doctor said to me, sometimes it's not. And they were saying to me, there's treatments that will keep you alive for years and all this. And I was like, right, grand. But Stephen had Googled it. So he's going around like a corpse. So when I went in, he talked... Like, Johnny just gone or whatever. But then the scans came. The doctor says to me, I remember walked into the room and the doctor was like, um, we'll ring you tomorrow. But otherwise, come in on tour, see for your normal chemo, which you'd get if you only had breast cancer. But if you do have it anywhere else, we'll ring you tomorrow and we'll bring you in for a different plan because you can't get the same chemos or something. Right. I don't know. So I was like, I just said to me, you won't be ringing me tomorrow, so I'll see you on Thursday. Yeah. And he was like, 
what do you mean? Uh, we could ring. I said, you're not going to ring me tomorrow. I said, that's nowhere else. I said, I'm grand. Mm-hmm. So I walked out the door. Then that was grand. Then on the tour stay then, he didn't ring me now, I was shaking. Till the tour, oh God, I was sick to my stomach. I was actually wrong, crying. Like, I won't lie, I was crying and crying and crying. Because I was like, oh God, what if I die? What if I die? Like, I was in an awful state. And your emotions on your As hormones, all please. with a baby. Yeah. And then this and, on top of it. Yeah, traumatised. And then your anxiety from... Your nanny as well, that yeah. Thinking your constant, your fear, your yeah. worst nightmares come true. And then I do the three kids, like Ban is a different dad, Eve is a different ma, Steve, and like everything. And I was saying, like, they'll have, like, do you know what I mean? The whole family be ripped apart. So that's all I kept thinking about. Is that what you were thinking about? That's all I kept thinking about. The I was who's, like, who's, who's gonna take me kids? Who's gonna take me kids? Like, I was in an awful state over that. Were you? Oh, that was the, that was what if they were 18, 19, 20, like, all the right wouldn't have took it that bad. But even I was laughing because <laughs> I do say to Stephen. Do you know the way, like, I know it's a stupid thing to say. Only a teen just said, if I die, imagine me fella getting another board. Like, who'd mm. he end up with? I didn't, that wasn't the case. I was thinking, he's going to be in the pub locked. Who's going to have me kids? <laughs> <laughs> Not locked, but you know, traumatised. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, he's going to yeah, be gone. Yeah, yeah. And I just kept saying, the kids, the kids. And then, um, but Steve was like, no, nothing will happen. But on the tour, so when I went in, your mum was like, um, so it's in the lymph nodes, it's in your breast. We're going to have to remove your breast, but we're going to have to, um, chemo force usually it's removal then chemo or something okay. but I had to get chemo because it was so big so they had to shrink it Um, he's like so start that but it was real funny when he said that I walked out of the room and I rang me ma and I was like ma and she's like what well, I was like it didn't spread it didn't spread and I was like screaming on the phone yeah. excited and she goes what do you mean so you don't have cancer I said no I do I said but I'm gonna live oh, she was God. like she was like I thought you didn't have it. I thought you made a mistake and then I rang my friend and I was like it didn't spread it didn't spread and she was like so she said the same she's like what you mean so you're alright like and yeah. I was like no I'm still gonna like lose everything like but I'm gonna live like I'm not gonna die she yeah. was like are you for real I thought you were gonna tell me that was not wrong with you and I was so like, where did you think it spread to I didn't think that spread I was kind of like like in your head were you thinking it spreading yeah because inflammatory it's meant your man said it's like a flame so it just spreads really fast right. so when I say I found out on the Friday I had to go I think it was a week right no so it was like 10 days before I could get the scans yeah. then it would have been two weeks right. before I could get chemo so I was thinking in them two weeks where's it going to go mm. do you get me mm. and I never googled it until I was finished chemo finished everything then I googled it and thank oh I had a breakdown when I googled it did you yeah Raw and seems like right now you grew up and I was like oh my god I could have died he's like but you didn't but you're not and I was like yeah I know but I like look at this but I'm lucky I didn't go because I would have been dead and I think so I'd have died they, so they <laughs> they told you then it was in the breast and the lymph nodes and you knew that's where yeah. it was so yeah. you were like okay it hasn't gone any further than yeah. what it was so then the plan is chemo mm-hmm. and a mastectomy and radiation and radiation yeah and at 30 29 29 years of age how did you feel about that to be honest, in them two weeks where I thought I was going to die, because mm. I did, like, not because I didn't know whether I was going to die. So when I knew that I wasn't, I didn't really, I just wanted the chemo. I wanted it. And I wanted to get removed. You're like, take them off. Take everything. Take the lot. Mm. Went in. Like, even all the doctors, like, every time I went in, they were like, one the nurse, not because you have a nurse. And she was always saying, I don't think it's hit you yesterday. So I don't think. And then the phone me, she's like, Still hasn't really hit you, has it? And I was like, no, it has. I'm grand. Like, I'm going to live. Like, yeah, that's grand. But I didn't think. I just kept thinking when it's over. I just wanted it over. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So how many weeks of chemo do you have? 12. No, 20. And what was that like? So the first week, so the tour say it was like a red 
I don't know the name of them. People mm-hmm. know the name. I didn't. I just got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me that <laughs> red light thing. My hair fell out after about a week and a half. What was that like? I didn't mind. I don't know. mad now. No. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I think people thought like I was going to be, because my hair was really long. And you're a hairdresser. Yeah. But it didn't bother me at all. Didn't okay. care. I cut her up into a, like a bob forced. And then Stephen actually shaved for me then. Because it was falling out in lumps. Was it? Yeah. Now I talked to myself, but I always have it tied up. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't be one for like... No, I did like my hair like, but I wouldn't be. And I used to always say, I need to get that cut. I need to cut that off. That has to come off. Sick of looking at that. Mm. And Stephen was like, gotcha, I wish, didn't you? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, that was grand. That all came out in about two weeks. Um, they were actually very worried about me losing my hair. Were they? Yeah. Because um, when I went in, they were like side effects and they were like, your hair and this and that. And I was like, yeah, that's grand. And they were like, because you're so young, we've been removing your like, breasts. And I was like, oh yeah, grand. And they were kind of like, what's up with all? Like, mm. I was like, I don't care. Didn't mean it like, not like that. I was like, I have kids at home. Just want and to, that's all you want to do is get home. Just want to get there. Just didn't care. Mm-hmm. Like, so then, what happened then? My dad used to come over then. My dad actually moved back from England a few years before that. I forgot to tell you mm-hmm. So he came, uh, he used to come over and cook for me. Mm-hmm. Make me dinner. Stephen's ma used to come in every morning and take the baby, Stephen, two and a half year old, and bring it to the crash. Mm-hmm. Then my friend and my auntie used to take the baby then towards the night. Take turns, take them every Thursday, and I'd get them back Friday because that was the day you got your chemo. It was Thursday because I'd be up in the hospital, you'd be up there for hours. Um, what is it like oh, in the room getting chemo? Is there's others around you, yeah. is there? And what is it like looking at them people? Like some of them are grand, like some of them are all in high spirits now, in fairness. There was no one, mm. 
I'd never say that I'd see someone like upset or sad. Mm. Everyone was sitting there yapping. I was like, you're just sitting there having a coffee. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was weird. No one like, I can't even think of anyone that was giving out around. I think everyone was just happy to be there getting it. Mm. Now, obviously, there was probably some people that were really sick, but the scary thing is no one really looked sick. Really? No. Like, you wouldn't look and say, oh, God, look at that. Do you know what I mean? Everyone was like, I don't know. Like, they'd have their wigs on, we dressed up. Do you know what I mean? There was a woman I met there and she used to always say, I dress myself coming here because just to feel good, like, you know, mm. so it's not real. And then I used to wear bright colours. I never wore a black around. I used to always wear, like, pink or purple or yellow or something mm. just so that I didn't... Do you know what I mean? I was like, I don't want to feel doom and gloom. Were you one of the youngest in the room? No. Really? No. I remember one day there was a little girl. Not a little girl, she could have been about... 20 and her hair was like was real long but it was a wig and chatty thing but I remember feeling sorry for her and then it was a fella could have been about 18, 19 coming in so I wasn't the worst one there like I don't mean no, the youngest but um, it's mad that you said you felt sorry for them yeah I did yeah I feel sorry for everyone even the older people because a few people that I met there died as well mm. do you know what I mean oh, I always feel sorry for everyone that's my problem <laughs> that's what's wrong with me <laughs> um, yeah like I met people there some of them died. And is that it that terrible. they just stopped coming and you realise, how does it work? No, one of them was a neighbour from the courts. Mm. She'd been up there. She um, died. Then there was another woman, Mary, actually, she was up there and she used to try and help me. But she was dying. Do you know what I mean? Like, I actually was at her funeral and like, our family, I got to know them from being in there. And then there was other people then that just never came back. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Were you angry? No. Never angry? No. See, was. Was not he? me. No. I don't know why I wasn't angry. Weird. Why was Stephen angry? I don't know. I think he just took it worse than me. He just kept saying, why you, why you? And I was like, because it happened, get over it. Like, it's just, that's it. I'm not going to sit here dwelling. If I had sat there dwelling on it, I think I'd have been dead. He probably had fear though as well that he was going to be... On his own. On his own. Yeah. With all the kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, um, no. I was like, I'm going to have to the kids and explain to the kids, like, that mammy's not here. Or? Yeah. Yeah, so he wouldn't really talk about it. Like, mm. we'd know by him, like, he's, he was fume. Like, was he? Oh, my God. Like, everything, like, everyone who says to me, he looks sick. <laughs> Is he all right? I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> he's never talked about it. It just. Not really. See, he's like, no. He gave up the drink and all. You didn't drink for about a year or nothing. Didn't he? No. He's meant to go to, he was meant to go, like Prague or something for Torty, he didn't go. And a wedding as well, he didn't go to, was He didn't it? go to the wedding in Rome. Um, but I'd be saying to him, go, oh, will you? I'm grand. See, people scared the life out of us. They're like, when you, have, when you get chemo, you're real sick. You're not going to be able to leave the house. Like, you're bed bound. Like, my dad's going around to one day and was like, I'm going to get you a rocking chair at your window I said if you dare get me a rocking chair I'll put you through the window he had me dead and buried like sitting on the rocking chair I was like will you give over and what was it like, like I do knife feints now yeah that's what I'm saying like, yeah. what was it like you, you had to do chemo and then do knife feints I couldn't really sleep during the chemo so I kind of and Stephen was walking full time the baby never slept did he not no never slept didn't sleep I think he's on sleep about 8 months or something the last 8 months he's what 2 and a half now he didn't sleep then Stephen used to be getting up the night phase and going to walk. Right. But I couldn't sleep anyway. Whatever. The chemo done to you. I was just wide awake. So I used to do it. But the baby wake all night. He done it as well. Like, but the two of us done it. You couldn't breastfeed, obviously. No, I never did. No, I did I. Mm. 
and then you're having the chemo and do they does it, the breast start to shrink yeah it shrunk right. Before, after the first one did it yeah so and when I went in then for my final scans they were like right it's all gone it was basically gone like there was a few load a little bits and then and did you feel it like physically your boob going back to normal or no we'll just see it in the mirror no they just your tops yeah just feel it going down it's weird Um. That was for 20 weeks and then they leave you a few... No, they don't leave you. Yeah, they did. I think I finished the chemo on the in the February. Mm. The week later, I was 30. Did you have a torty Yeah. <laughs> I celebrated having my boobs for the last time that day. Oh, did you? Yeah, because then I was in for my operation then on the 2nd of March. My birth was the 15th of February. And so I wore like a real local dress and the boobs and the red wig and all. Did you? I was like, right, these are the last time I'm going to have a photo with this. <laughs> yeah. And, and then I had a torch. Didn't have a torch. I went to the cock and ball. Friends. And then tell me then, you have the chemo, everything's settling in, it's in your head, you know exactly where you're, you're standing. At that point then, are you like, God, could they save me breasts? Or are you like, no. you were like, no. No, the family couldn't save them. No. Couldn't save them, no. no. I wouldn't. They left them. them. Okay. Yeah. So. What's that process like? When they're removing it? Yeah. Oh, they go in. Did they reconstruct it? Yeah. Okay. Only there in September, August. Gone. Okay. Very quick. So not at the time they don't reconstruct it, No, because of the type that mine was. Oh, God. You have to make sure I had radiation. Then you have to leave it for a year to make sure nothing, because it grows really fast, to make sure nothing was to come back. Do you know I me? Mean? Yeah. And I'm not allowed to have implants around like that. Right. So they took it. I actually got a mini tummy tuck in the middle of it. Did you? Yeah, at the end of all, it was great. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> so I got two, I got new boobs and I got a tummy joke. <laughs> and did you do that yourself? Like, did you have to get the... No, the they made the... They reconstructed with my stomach, like, with the baby fat. Mm. Okay, yeah. you need to tell me that. Right. So, tell, go back to the removal first, the mastectomy. So I was torty down on the Saturday, the 15th of February, and then on the 2nd of March, I went in for the mastectomy. They removed everything, like, I was literally... Uh, like a little... It, in, and then he had to remove all the lymph nodes, all of them. He actually said I didn't have many. I think I only had like eight or something. Right. Some people have 20. Okay. And I was like, what do you mean I only have eight? I was terrified. And he was like, no. I, I was like, oh, did you remove them all? And he was like, yeah, because I thought he said I only removed eight. Right. Because I was like, take them all out. Yeah. don't want any of them. So we removed them all. Then after that, what happened? That was 2nd of March. So how do you feel the first time you look in the mirror at yourself? I wouldn't look for months. Would you know? No. Not until I was getting the radiation when I kind of had to put cream on me. Not that I didn't look. I don't like sores. I don't like blood. So that to me had been... It wasn't about me. Like, my body was about, like... Yeah. Disgusting. Do you know what I mean? Like, just to look at the scar and the blood and all. Um, and then Stephen. Did you show Stephen? Yeah. I actually got him to take photos of it. Did you? Because they say you should... For the scar line, to make sure it's not coming back around. Okay. You should have, like, photos. But I didn't look when he was taking photos on his phone. And then I think when I was going in for the radiation, then I was like, right, I think I started that in the May. Did then you, I kind of looked. Did you feel different? Like, did you feel? I felt as baldy. I was no bib. I was like, ah, here. What the hell? Like, at that point, I was kind of like, ah, here, now what's going on? This is getting a bit heavy. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I was like, ah. But I still didn't cry around. I was just like, for God's sake. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I knew, but if something was, I was, I knew that I'd be all right though at the end. Do you know what I mean? So I was kind of like, right, just get me, get me there. Did you ever have dark days? At the beginning. Did you? 
Now only in the, like the first two weeks. Then when they said that it hadn't spread it like I was like, right, grand. I think in them two weeks that I didn't know, I thought I was gonna die. Honestly, I was like, right, the way they were talking, I was like, oh God, like, they're probably gonna give me a year here. But then when he told me you can remove it and everything, they're like, we'll get you to the five years. What's that called? Remission or yes. something like mm. all that. I was like, yeah, grand. I'm trying to think, did I have anything in between? No, like. So then, you yeah. know. it was weird. It was traumatic. Like, maybe I was just floating. Do you know what I mean? I was just. Have you ever had counselling? Me? From, from it? Oh, from that, no. No. Probably in a few years. Still kind of fresh. Not fresh, like the baby, what was it? Two and a half years ago? Was it? Yeah. I'll probably wait when I'm older. When I'm older, Jamie. Mm. You're no. too busy now. I'm too busy with the baby, no. Yeah. So then you have, so then they say, okay, you need to have radiation and that's where you start having a physical look at yourself and going, right? Yeah. Then I was kind of like, no, but the Brahmins were around and they were like, we're going to fix you. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like they were like, we're not going to leave it like this. So I think they kind of made me comfortable and made me think right they're gonna fix it you know what I mean and then they were like they were saying to me about your stomach we'll take that away and you'll be smaller there and we'll put it there and you'll be perfect and your hair grow back so do you know what I mean it was kind of like um I knew that they were gonna fix me up mm. so I didn't really what was it like the first time touching it oh god it was horrible was I still it? don't like touching it no no even now like I won't lie when I'm in the shower and I'll only have to like still wait are you? Yeah. I think everyone's kind of like that anyway, aren't they? Mm. And then my friend, I do say to my friend sometimes, like like the other time I'd say like, I am terrified in case they came back. Mm. But my friend's like, yeah, you're terrified, but we're all afraid in case we ever got it. No, because yeah. it's, not that it's more common, but you're hearing more of it, I think. And then you have radiation. Yeah. That was in the May. And what happens, what's the difference between radiation and chemo, do you know? Radiation's like a beam, like you're just lying down, you can't feel it, but you... You're born like showing, I mean? but I didn't because I kept using this aloe vera cream, even though they told me I wasn't allowed to use it. Oh, really? use it. Did you? And I didn't born. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm marked like, but I'm mm. not. I didn't born. So I got that. That was grand. That was in like Saint Luke's. So you're in there. You're like in and out, just lying on the bed. Trying you know I mean? to tattoo you and all, all that. During that Eve's confirmation, I was on one of the days. I had to go from the church over to the Saint Luke's right across the road. Yeah, because you just have to live your life as well. You have a baby, yeah. and as well, you've got I couldn't. I didn't have kids. time to to do anything. And at any point with the nurses and all saying, "Stacy, you need to slow down." Yeah, all the time. They were kind of like, "Right, are you all right?" Like, I, I think they were waiting for me to have a breakdown. Were they? Mm. And then even like, when was it? I went to when was I up to them? Before Christmas, I was up to them, and the girls were just looking at me like, "Did you ever have that breakdown?" I was like, "No, not yet. <laughs> no." I don't know how I haven't. Don't have time. Yeah. Even when the kids are all weird and all, I'll probably have a breakdown. And then, yeah, probably. <laughs> and then, at what point after the radiation did they have the conversation with you? Did they say okay? That wasn't. So I got the radiation. That was going on for ages. Can't even remember how many weeks, but that's good. for a few weeks. So it's every day for six weeks, I think. Right. Every day. And I lived right beside the place, so it was grand. Mm. Every day for six weeks, and that was May, June, July. And then they say to you, right, from a year from now, we can look at you for reconstruction. So in that year, it's just getting checkups, everything. But was in the, before the radiation, then they tell you you're cancer free. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. So when did that, when did that happen? That was a week after the operation. 
really? to get the mastectomy. So they tell you you're cancer free, but you still need radiation to make sure that it's proper gone. Mm. And then you've just appointments then every couple of weeks. And then the following year, then they rang me and they were like, we've a spot there for you. Like it was only about 15 months and I had to reconstruct. And in that year, are you not looking at your physical self? And I wouldn't be, look at myself. Would you not? No. No. Like I wouldn't stand in the mirror and be like looking. I think I was afraid. I think if I had of, I probably would have been like, oh God. Actually, I did. No, I did. One of the days I got out of shower and I was looking at it, I was like, ah, this is like, yeah. But I knew we were going to fix it. Mm. So that was your whole thing? Yeah, they kept telling me we were going to fix it, we were gonna, and they did, like. And are you having perfect. a social life when you're going out, with, you know, and you're no, getting dressed? Then, no, because then coronavirus came. But before it? No. You weren't going out or you weren't? Yeah, I was going out, but I wouldn't have been wearing local tops or Yeah. Like, I'd have had me, um... Didn't even wear that going out, I don't think. Like, I don't think I, I didn't use, use the hort, no rubbing off the radiation. Yeah. Like, where you got the radiation, yeah, very so. So you just didn't bother? Didn't bother wearing it, no. I think when I went out, I, I don't, do you know what I actually used to do? I used to get, do you know the, like, the little things in your bras? The oh, yeah. The padded things. Mm-hmm. I used to get, like, four of them. Right. Like, four different bras and stick them all together and put them in. Right. Because that other thing was, like, too yeah. heavy. It's like, not using that. <laughs> yeah. And then you went in then to have... So that was, when was that, that you went in to have that, the operation then, the reconstruction? That was only August gone. Really? Mm. Yeah, that was a year later. So it's only been two and a half years. So the first few months, it's chemo. Yeah. So from September to February. Then March, it's the operation. Then you have the heal. Then May was the radiation up until May, June, near July. I think I went, me and Steve went away then. And then July, August, and then it was like September, Brandon and Rogan's birthday, then Christmas came. And then, you know, like, then I think coronavirus came. Yeah. And then, in during all that then, the virus or whatever it's called, I got the, they rang me, I was actually shocked they rang me. Did you allow the reconstruction? Yeah. And did you go in there with a plan? Were you like, I want a torch two double D, I want a no. perky, I want, no, mm-hmm. nothing like that. No. I went in and he says to me, so what do you want? I was like, I don't know, I'll do what you want. And he's like, but like, what do you want us to do? And he was actually going to do them big. And I was like, oh God, no. And he's like, but they were a big kind before. So, and I was like, no, I was like, I want them small. I want to be, I want something really small. And he's like, how about C? I was like, yeah, all right then. Both of them they did? No, they Just still do, they were meant to do both of them, but they didn't have time. So that was too long. Took them, I think it took them about seven hours. Yeah. And you said that at the start, like, when, <laughs> but like you had a mini tummy, tummy tuck. So they, they took the skin from your tummy. Yeah. All the baby fat and made me feel better. <laughs> Did you feel fabulous after? Yeah. But now I'm locked up. I can't even get dressed up or do well. <laughs> I mean, how long am I locked up now? So I was pregnant. Then this, then the virus, three years or something, locked up. Dying. I said, by the time I get out of here, it'll be longer. <laughs> And then, like, so when you wake up and you've got the new boobs... Now, I'm getting this one fixed as well. Right. I'm waiting for that one. They're waiting, they're... Like, yeah, they're going to fix that one to match it to the new one. And he's going to take fat from your hips and put it there, or whatever they're called. And are you going, like, the, when you after that operation and you heal, because it is a healing process, I had a breast mm. reduction. Right. So, like, there is there is a healing process, like, yeah. that, is there? Um, no, we said the, the next one that I go in is just in and out in a day. Whereas this one, the reconstruction now, yeah. is in an awful state for weeks. Were you? Yeah. Because, like, I don't really look into it. You don't, like, whatever they tell me, I just kind of do. Right. I mean, I trust them. So I'm like, right, you just do what you have to do, and I'm just going to be like, whatever. And he was like, right, being bits. I was in bits. That was in the August. I don't think I 
was kind of all right till around the end of September. Really? Yeah. About six weeks. Couldn't walk. You're hunched over. And then your chest, so imagine. Chest's heavy, your stomach. Yeah. But it was grand. Now, like, it feels like eight. It feels like I just feel normal again. Do you? Yeah. My hair's going back. Half the bill back. I'm skinny your stomach. Yeah. Uh, kids are all doing me head in. <laughs> back to normal life, like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, and in when you um when you you have the operation, like are you, are you dying to show Stephen? Are you dying? Are you showing friends? Are you? Yeah, I show all my friends. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, look, my stomach. Show me boob. Yeah. Yeah. Me boob. I'm like, they're gonna fix that one next. <laughs> have to lift this one up and pump it out a bit <laughs> to match them. Um, now, your man said he's gone with your man. The doctor said he'll do that this year. But I'm trying to think. Does it do that? To, do you think that lockdown has helped so that it doesn't really do that to your confidence that you wouldn't have been going out around? Or? Yeah, definitely. Because I haven't been anywhere. No one's been out. Mm. So I'm not missing out on that. Yeah. Whereas we can't go away. I don't think I'd have went away. Do you know? No. Not with like this... I would definitely wouldn't have went away like swimming with one bill like do you know what I mean yeah so maybe I didn't the lockdown was probably good in that way yeah if I was probably out every Saturday and we're all out I probably would have been a lot worse do you know what I mean like dresses and yeah. tops and trying to do ourselves up so in a way it's probably a good thing that like that no it's not I know coronavirus is not a good thing I know no I know but <laughs> but, but in good for me everyone's locked you. up with me yeah do you yeah. know what I mean that's a terrible thing to say isn't it no, but I know where you're coming from. For your peace of mind and your own headspace, that it could have been a very different situation. Yeah, it could have been, yeah. Because me here, like, it's not even that looking back on pictures. I thought when I was going all through all that, I was thinking, oh, I was grand, like I was grand. But I'm looking back now, I'm like, holy God. Like a different really? person. Not that I should really care about that, but I was like, oh my God, like, just In what so way? different. Just, In it wasn't phys- me. Physical appearance? Yeah, I thought I looked all right, but I didn't look all right. Like a picture popped up on my Snapchat the other day. No eyebrows and no eyelashes. I'd like a blonde wig on. And then me, like me and that Snapchat, I thought I looked all right like at the time. But I didn't, I just didn't look right at all. Looking back, it's weird. And how were people with you? I wouldn't let anyone kind of come near me. Would you know? No. Didn't want anyone, like not that I didn't want people near me. I didn't want, that was the other thing actually. Everyone was trying to help. Too much help. And I was like, no, I want to keep it as normal as possible. So I kind of told everyone, just leave me with the couple of people that I have, not in a bad way. Because I felt if people, like no one would ever be in my house all the time. Mm. So then I was thinking if everyone starts coming in, it's making it feel real. Mm. So I wanted everything as normal as possible. So in your mind, are you like, this is a two year blip and then I'm back on? Yeah. That's what you're on. Mm. That's what I do. I was like, right, two years. I went through it, so I knew all the dates. Like, I knew the chemo finished. I knew in February I'd get the oak. I knew. So I just kept thinking. I just kept saying now, the now. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I was actually visualising myself with new boobs, with the flat stomach, and my hair back long. That's all I just kept saying. And even now, sometimes I look in the mirror, I'm like, Jesus Christ, you done it, do you? Because I can see myself coming back to looking normal again. That's what you call it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And you said there that you look back and you're like, that wasn't me. That's, no. that I wasn't that person. So no. you think that you're going to, not that you're, they're saying to break down, but you think that it, you, what's what I'm trying to say, that maybe you should look to have counselling so that you don't have that massive breakdown. Yeah. Pro- yeah. There's never one for like, um, 
I'd have always been really positive with anything, like everything, like. And like even years ago, I remember <laughs> the school used to try and send me to counsellors, and I'd be like, I'm not talking to her because I hate talking about things. I think when you talk about them, it makes you worse. In my head, like I feel worse. But then I'm like, does it? I don't know because <laughs> it never happened. Only I really talking about something, getting into it. I'd be like, oh god, no, just just forget about it. It's over. It's over. Do you get me? Yeah. I'm real like that. I'm real like, forget about it. I don't dwell on the past. I'm terrible for, like, not that I'm terrible. I wouldn't be like, oh, God, remember that. Like, even now, I know, I don't talk about it to anyone. Like, my friends, no one. Not that we wouldn't talk about it. We'd probably mention something. But they'd never be like, oh, remember that? Or how do you feel? Now it's just like, right, Stacey's back here. She is like, she's grand. Do you know what I mean? Whereas not everyone's like that. No. No, definitely not. No. My mad is always like, Stacey, because my mad be... Me mad be more, what would you call it? She's always saying to me, you're real positive, you're real strong. Mm. How are you like that? I'm like, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? And then I have friends that are like, how the hell did you, like, how are you like that? I'm like, I don't know, it's just, I think I'm like me nanny. She was the same. Mm. Like, I know she died, like, but she was very positive. It's mad because throughout every story I've done in the podcast, they've talked about someone who's either passed or still around. And it's where, it's a realisation that that's where you get it from. You get it from that strength or that, that person. Mm. One thing we talked about off mic earlier on, because it has taken a lot for you to come and he- sit here with me. Yeah, I don't and, have to know. Yeah, it's taken a lot of conversations <laughs> and conversations outside me and you and yeah. me saying, do you think Stacey will sit down with me? Do you think, you know? And so there was lots of different things going on. But your big thing is that you don't want people to feel sorry for you. No. Definitely not. Why? Because the way I say it, right, this is what I think. There's babies out there with cancer. Five-year-olds, five-year-olds, six-year-olds. They haven't even lived yet and they're dying. Do you know what I mean? So, like, I'd feel sorry more for, like, them or their mas, No, like, things like that. Whereas I was like, I'm a woman, I'm 29, I'm after having 29 years. I'm alive, I'm here, I'm not gone. I'm not going anywhere, so there's no, do you know what I mean? Just don't feel sorry for me, like... Obviously, I wouldn't want, like, not, like, not feel sorry for me. I don't like pity. Like, poor Stacey. Like, poor nothing. I'm grand, like. Mm. <laughs> I'm alive. Pity me when I'm dead. Mm. Ash is dead. Like, I don't mm. mean like that. But there's worse cases to me. Do you know what I mean? A lot worse. Like, and then I kept saying to Stephen, at least it's not one of the kids. Because mm. one of the kids, that's, do you know what I mean? Them pity me. Because I would have been, haven't been picked up off the floor. You know yourself you're going to be all right. But when it's something like, do you know what I mean? I don't know what I'm trying to say, but... You're saying exactly what you're saying. I absolutely... Do you get much, I 100% get what you're saying. I kept thinking, it's not one of the babies. not the baby, no, like... You know, like, if, when it's someone else... When you're, when you're looking at someone that's sick, you, like, you can't help them, you don't know what to do. That I think that's worse, worse when it's you. You know, like, what you're doing. You know yourself, like, you're going to be all right. I knew I was going to be alright from the day like from the day they said I didn't spread I was like right I'm going to be grand and I don't dwell on that and I, I do know my heart and soul I just tell myself like I'm grand like I'm never going to get that again because I don't dwell on it I'm not afraid of it anymore the way I used to be are you not afraid no. of it? no no I've done it that's a huge revelation not like, afraid that's of it that's a huge thing I was terrified terrified <laughs> but now I'm like oh god no even when I go past St Luke's now and you know what I say because of them I'm alive because of them I'm alive this is great whereas before I'd be like oh god I don't want to go in there imagine going in there and being sick and all you know what I mean 
And even when I see people that are sick now, I'm like, just keep telling yourself you're going to be all right. Just, do you know what I mean? And do you fear it coming back? Obviously, no, you just said no, you don't. No, it's not that I fear it. But if I get a pain now, I never went to the doctor in my life. My doctor didn't see me from the time I was a child. Now when I get a pain, I'm like, go and get yourself. Like, not check, but you know, I'm cautious now. I'm like, right, I have to get a check up. But I wouldn't physically like lie in bed at night thinking, oh God, what if it comes back? I wouldn't cry myself to sleep. I wouldn't be a warrior. I don't take nervous tablets. I don't take anything. I'm just like, it is what it is. I'm not afraid anymore. Whereas before, I'd have been terrified. Then it came. And then tell me, did you have a conversation with Eva and Brandon at the time? Like, or? Yeah, you know, I wasn't going to tell them. How old were they? 12? Both of them were 12. So I was so like. It's history repeating itself with your nanny and you. Yeah. Yeah, because they were, I was, oh yeah, Jesus, yeah. Oh God, don't tell me that. <laughs> yeah, it is. Except I'm not going to die. I mean, I was 69. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like a history in, in that sense. Yeah. No, yeah, 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 yeah. See me taking dear, I am being yeah. all anxious now. Yeah. Um, no, I had to tell them. Because like, I mean, I didn't tell me and then I knew. They didn't know straight away. Like, do you know what I mean? I gone. The kids were grand. Ready. Brandon, what was he? See, two of his friends, Maz, had died from me. So he took it a little bit worse. His initial fear was, my man's going to die. Yeah, but he didn't say it. <laughs> you could tell by him, he was like, stuck to me hip, still is. Oh, decided he was about six foot and he'd just be in the bed beside me. Will not leave me on, wrecks me head, does me, like he's, drives me mad, but he's stuck to me. And Eva, she was more, I think she was more upset because my hair had to get cut off. She was traumatised. She was wrong crying when my hair got cut. Sobbing when my hair got cut. Um, no, with our teenagers, I think they knew, like I went on normal. So they went on normal. They were still bald. They were still little shits. Brand was still getting trouble in school. Nothing changed. Jamie, you know mm. I still treat them the same. You know, like so. It wasn't like I was sitting in the bed. Yeah. Crying. There was no drama. Like no stress. We were all just. Just normal. I mean, he was going to school, coming home. Your dad was making dinners. How yeah. good was it to have your dad home doing that for you? Ah, he's very good. Yeah. Oh, he is. He's making the dinners, cleaning the house. He actually just, I could have done things, but he was like, I don't know. And that's the thing about it. I never said that to you. So my dad's ma died from breast cancer. Mm. And then, I can't remember how long ago it was, but my dad's girlfriend died from breast cancer too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and he cared for both of them. Did he? With both of them. Like, he'd have been there. Do you get me? Yeah. So when it happened to me, like, I think, but he knew I was, he knew I was alright. How? I don't know, we just said I was, di- like, not different, but I was, do you know what I mean? Mm. I, I never really say, he can't talk about it, he's an emotional wreck, he doesn't get one. But, um, he just kind of knew. I don't know, we never really said, he just says, I know why, I just knew why you were going to be grand. Because I didn't, I didn't care, like, not that I didn't care. Mm. I was just like, right, I want it over, I want it done. Get on with it. You know? And I never cried. Like, I wouldn't have been in the house crying or sitting in... Like, he would have never happened to help me. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? But he would, he's your dad, he wouldn't let you do them things. No, he wouldn't let me do nothing. No. My poor ma took a bad god lover. She took a worse to me. But then she was all right. I think when... I was too strong, so we were like... And that's the thing. Anyone that was coming to my house, like Stephen's ma's always crying. Always crying. She got told, do not cry near her. 
I think she cried probably after when I thought about her. She was crying like, I know she was saying to me like, I was told not to cry around you. I was like, don't. Everyone was warned not to cry around me. Because if they had a set of crying, I'd have been crying. Then I would have thought there was something really wrong. I'm just, I don't know. That's just the way I am. Like, I'm just... But it stood to you. Yeah, it did. See, the way, like, anytime I'd be sick, I'd always get up out of bed. I'd never feel sorry for myself for anything. I think that's my way of coping with things. You had to do that to survive. Yeah. Like, I couldn't have talked to the bed. Mm. I went, no, people don't really do that anymore, do they? I think mm. it's different. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I do be just like, I hope people out there that aren't going through it and thinking. Like, how does she do that? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but this could give someone the, the strength to get up out of that bed. Yeah. If they are going through it. Yeah. Hopefully. Because it's worse than the line of the bed. Don't get me wrong, it seems it was one or two days when I was, felt real sick. Not sick, like I always get up. I actually, my worst fear, they kept telling me I'm going to lose weight and they were weighing me every week and I was like, I'm not losing weight. And even when I felt sick, I stuffed that food down my throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was like, and it was gas. It was the first time I ever kind of was like happy to be putting on weight. Mm. Isn't that weird? I was it's like, mad. Like, I wanted to put on weight because yeah. I didn't want to look sick. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I was eating loads, not loads, but loads of healthy stuff. I don't know, I just hope that there's people out there that, like, it's not, like, nowadays it's not a death sentence, do you get me? Like, you can live for years and years. And since I found out about me, I'm had to find out, like, about an awful lot of other people that are going through it. But, um... What advice now would you give anyone? That's going through it. That's going through it, or... Just try and, I don't know, try and keep yourself occupied. Oh, don't follow pages to do with cancer. Really? Oh, God, yeah. I went on at the beginning and I followed a few things and I swear to God, that's when I was crying actually that's the times I'd be reading up someone died or this person died no wonder Facebook and all and mm. that gave you that give you anxiety oh my god yeah I had to delete everything to do with cancer off all my pages really yeah because every time I seen something I'd get a fear but then yeah so there you go like, I am anxious about it so because I don't follow anything to do with cancer and even when a song comes on or it's on the news, I turn it off. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't mind. Keep it away from me. And that, Is that a bad thing? No. I don't know. No, I think that's just the way you No, at the beginning, it. I was, I was like, mm. following mm. pages, following people that had it, following people that had gone through it, just to see. But then I was like, no, this isn't good for me. Looking at this and then going on and seeing, like, rest in peace to someone, I was like, oh, that's when I kind of panic. mm I mean, I'm not forgetting all about that, but yeah. A few people like that, like, not that I knew them, but you know, through the Facebook, you'd see that mm. they're dying. And I'd be in an office, they Like, stopping my heart out, thinking, oh my God, I'm going to die, I'm going to die. And then I'd be like, no, you're not, cop on to yourself. I was actually fighting, I was like, two different people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So the advice I'd say is, get up, out of bed, try and eat. Just be normal. Just try our best. And it's okay if you don't. Yeah, of course. Mm. You do have bad days too. But like... My bad days, I'd probably be bad for an hour or two. Then I'd write, get into the shower, get up, get down. I, could, I didn't have time because the kids would be in and out of the room. Mm. And I couldn't lie in the bed because they'd be just in with me. Mm-hmm. With the baby. Like most days, like I think I had chemo then, like the baby's still with me, see him still in work. The baby's still with me Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Didn't have him Thursday. He'd be dropped home Friday night. Still have him Saturday and Sunday. So with a newborn baby, I had to do that, make bottles, feed him, dress him. I'm trying to think that I grow. I can't remember. Yeah, I would have brought him on little walks and 
So you just kept me busy, do you know what I mean? I used to just keep saying, do you know what, this is what it's like after you have a baby. I knew you're in bed, you're tired, you're knackered, you're like, mm. you know. So you just kept me like, going. And did you get the looks off people when you'd be out with no hair and wheeling the baby? No, I'd always wear a wig. Did you? Yeah. I actually had a few of them. No, I wouldn't. I never went out my hair like without hair. And you said that earlier on as well, that you'll never, just never post a picture of you with no hair. No, I posted one me and the baby, but I cropped the top of my head out. Did you? So you could just see my face. And it was gas because two of us are bald, you know. And um, that's the only picture I ever posted. And it pops up on my page, like it's popped up twice, but I wouldn't share it now. And then like, I think it was last week or week four, something came up that I was cancer free two years and I wouldn't share it. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I think I just like, I um, just want to forget about it. Get I mean, that. Mm. Just understand that. Forget about it. Don't get me wrong. Like if I seen someone that was going through, I'd sit down with them and I'd yap the ears off them and I'd, I've done it all. I've done it with a few girls. I've met up with a few girls that have been going through it. Do you know what I mean? And they've, I've talked to them, told them to be grand. Do you know what I mean? Like, and not that I'd be like, if someone had cancer, I wouldn't be like, oh, get away from me. You know what I mean? I don't, not like that way at all. Yeah, like yeah, I helped yeah. them do everything I can. Like I gave all my weeks to people that were going through it. I think I had, I think I had four of them. I gave them away to three different girls. Met up with a few of them. Hugged some of them that I didn't even know. Do you know what I mean? Talked mm. to them. And then I, like still now, they'll still text me and be like, thanks like for everything that you've done. But to me, I didn't do anything. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I was just talking to them, telling them what I went through. Like I was asked in the hospital to go and talk to people and mm-hmm. help people. And like every now and again, they'd say, not now, but they used to ask me, would I meet up with girls mm. in the hospital and talk to them about it? And I was going to do it. And then I said to myself, you know, I'm still fresh from myself. Mm. Do you know what I mean? When I probably hit the five years in the hospital every month. Are once you? a month. Yeah, I'm always up there. What are you up for? Checkups. So I have three different doctors. And the type that mine was... I don't know, do you have to check on it all the time? And was it the same one that your nanny had? No. Really? No, she just had a lump. And where did it come from? Do you know? Like, was it hereditary? No, no one else? No, they said it's mostly in pregnant women. Because I actually followed a group that have it. And there's only like 150 people in the whole Europe in this group. Girls. I Actually, there was a girl in the show, 19, from Liverpool as well. In the group. And then I think when I seen her, then I said, I have to take myself out of Really? Yeah. And then every day someone was dying. Every day. Did you ever cry? I cried when it was all over, actually. Did you? Yeah. Did you sit relief. and cry? Yeah. I think it was in the shower or in the bathroom. No one seen me, like. Stephen probably seen me. Yeah, I think I sobbed because I was happy, mm. more so. Don't want to like when they told me, I think it's after I got this mm. the reconstruction. I was like, right, that's it now, like. Do you mean? And you cried. So that yeah. was probably your out. And I was sobbing, yeah. What happiness though? I seen Brandon there a couple of weeks ago and he's not taking a stretch. But when this happened, I know it's only two and a half years ago, he was tiny. Mm. He's only gone first year. Mm. And I remember thinking, God, like, what if I don't see him grown? And I kept saying, I hope to see him tall and grown. And when I was looking at him a few weeks ago and I seen him, I kind of cried because I was like, I'm seeing it. Like, do you get me? Mm. I'm watching him grow. You cry with joy. Yeah. What would you say? To, what do you say to Stephen now? What, what do you think of Stephen now? Tell me about him. Um... He's real, like he, he stepped up anyway, I'll tell you, yeah, he gave up drinking, done everything. Um, even now he's very worried, he's, like he, like I you know it's mad, he won't leave me with the kids, like not leaving with the kids. 
if he's in war, if he sees me getting stressed now, I just know we all get stressed. If the kids are annoying me, he'll kind of take them away. He's mm. terrified. Me getting stressed or getting sick again. And he's very like, he showed that he does love us all. Whereas Stephen's real, um, what would you say? Doesn't show. Mm. Right. What would you call it? He's just like a man. He's a man, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. He wouldn't be loving. He wouldn't be like, I love you and nothing like that. He's just like. A man. bloke's bloke. Yeah. Mm. But when all that happened, like, I just seen a whole different him. Do you love him even more? Yeah. Last without him. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's very good. No, he is. He does everything for us, honestly. Everything. I mind kids and do everything, but he literally would do anything for any of us. He's very emotional now too. Not emotional, but he'd be much more open as well. The two of us were kind of too close, like, what would you call us? We were together, but we weren't like, we we're cold. Not cold. Mm. No, I know. Trying to be hard. Like, I don't need you. Mm. I don't need you. And he'd be like, yeah, I don't need you. And now it's like, oh yeah, we need each other. That's it. I mean, so different now. And on that note, thank you so much, Stacey, for sitting here with me. You're very good. You're welcome. Thanks again. Thank you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.